Melanated way. I am Linda Entwi. Shout out to the live chat. Oh, look, what day is it? It's Thursday. Happy Thursday. Uh, shout out to Connie and Joslo and Rodella and Natata and all the things. Uh, thank you for uh, waiting on me a little bit. We are covering Darcy and Stacey. We're catching up on season four, episode four, and episode five. Bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that great stuff. And for those of you who are in Southern California and you're wondering why I have this toucan and I'm running amok, please don't try to take my Canadian card away from me. There's like a polar vortex over here. And all I can say is cold and it is wet and it is not sunny California weather, as far as I'm concerned. And I am not impressed. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so extra. Uh, let me see if I can fix this back screen business here. Oh yeah, that's way better. Oh no, that's not too good. Oh, that's better. Uh, we're going to go with that. Uh, how are you guys doing? How was your week so far? Anything exciting happening in your world? Definitely let me know in the live chat. Uh, but we're going to jump into uh, shocking news and wedding blues. <clears throat> so Florian and Stacy, okay? Yeah, the weather has been crazy, you guys. There was hail here today. There was snow in SoCal. There was rain. It is like crazy. Y'all can't tell me that global warming is not a real thing, okay? Uh, so... Florida and Stacy, you know, they're really thinking about their wedding and how they're going to have their wedding. And they're walking down the hot Miami streets. And it's the first time that Florian's trying fresh coconut. And so they buy coconut off a street vendor. And then they got into this weird, like, thing where they both didn't really like fresh coconut, but they didn't want to say they didn't like fresh coconut. So then... Stacy talks about how she uses coconut oil, which is a completely different thing, by the way. Yes, it's from the coconut, but it's the water and the oil are separate. But anyways, he starts rubbing it on her. It was like a whole moment. And I was like, this is just, see, you guys are just running out the gate with the nonsense. And I am here for it. Um, so while they're doing that, it's interesting because Stacy was telling Florian about the Darcy drama, right? And the fights that they continue to have. And I remember telling you guys this last week how, or the week before last week, whenever it was, but I remember telling you guys how it's Darcy thinks she's better than Stacy. And Stacy feels that way too, because Stacy says, you know, we're equal. She's not above me, but that is how Darcy treats her. And I think it's because Darcy is like the first twin to come out. And I also do think it's because we met Darcy first, you guys. So Darcy and Stacy back in the day, they wanted to be reality TV stars and they had like some reality show. I don't think it went to market or whatever the case may be, but Darcy, we met her first separately, right? On 90 day fiance before the 90 days. And then 
you know, slowly but surely, she got everyone on, right? So she got her sister on, and then her sister's boyfriend at the time on, her kids on, her whatever man she was dating. But because of Darcy, they're all reality stars, right? So I think that Darcy does think she's a little bit above Stacy because she's the one that made them quote unquote famous. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's why she treats her a little bit like, no, you're not my equal. I brought us to this point and that's why we're here. But I could be wrong. So Florian is like, yeah, I hear you, but guess what? Darcy's also not happy with herself. And because Darcy also is alone and and finds her identity in being a couple, uh, she feels like not complete. And I think that a little bit of that is true as well, you guys. Hey, Justin. So meanwhile, we go back to Darcy's apartment. She's packing for Connecticut. We find out that it's Aspen, Sweet 16, and Anico's prom. And because everyone's still fighting, they're going to fly back to Connecticut separate. And one of the things that I thought was interesting is um, the fact that Darcy talked about them being bullied as children. And, you know, we've talked about that a lot on the show. And she says how uh, both her and Stacy were bullied, but uh, specifically Stacy because Stacy had Villa Lago, um, like this, and which she still has, right? Like a piece of her, her face is a little bit more discolored. But I also put it out there too, is that they're in the middle of Connecticut and no one in their community looked like them, right? And I talk, I talk about this often and I'll continue to say they're also a bully because, you know, they're biracial children and they didn't have any other biracial children or any other ethnicities to say, hey, you know what? There's diversity in this community. Everyone looked the same. Everyone's blonde hair, blue eyed. And that's why A, they were bullied and B, why I feel like they both have some identity issues that they haven't dealt with and some childhood trauma that they haven't dealt with. So <clears throat> they get to Connecticut. They all decide that they're going to, you know, take one car, which finally makes sense. And Florian's like, you know what? I don't want any drama. We just need good energy for Aspen's birthday. And so even though Darcy and Stacey's still fighting, they're going to have to suck it up. And they're going to have to put their big girl pants on and act like the adults that they are, right? So things are awkward between Darcy and Stacey. And so she gets in the car and you could see Darcy's energy is way off. And Darcy's the one that's always talking about energies, you guys. She's always talking about peace and love and happiness and joy and bringing and manifesting and all the things. And she came in like just stank face. And like in the back of the car, like, it was weird. I was like, oh, Darcy, you're the one that's bringing the bad energy. And then Stacy is sitting there silent, so she's making it more awkward. So the, it's just awkward. <clears throat> so um, that's a weird question, John. So it's not the fact that he... So let me explain something a little bit for some people. So the father isn't that dark, Joslo. However, um, melanin can show up in different ways. So the father can be not dark, or the mother can be dark, and then you're all of a sudden your child is darker than either of you. Like melanin shows up through generations and generations. It doesn't just show up with who you are with immediately. And so I just want everyone to be clear about that. Like 
even even two people full of melanin can have a child that that is less full of melanin if that if that makes sense to you guys it's 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 your genetics and your dna that is made up from generation to generation to generation um so Darcy's like, you know what? She's going to take charge. She's in the back of the car. She's like, you know what? I just every need everyone to be cool. And this is family time. And I want to make sure that we're all like good for Aniko and Aspen's birthday. And I was like, well, you're the only one that's really making it awkward, Darcy. Like you're the one that came in with a super bad attitude. Uh -huh. So, hey, Mella, you're new. Welcome. Welcome. So, awkward at the house, and we get to the house, and Darcy's brought a bunch of balloons for Annika's, uh, for Aspen's Sweet 16, and they're going to have a dinner, and then we see Mike there, and they're all sitting at the table, and it's, like, super awkward because everyone's being quiet, and Darcy and Stacy are bringing this bad energy in, and so... Stacy talks about their business because the dad's like, you know, how's the business going? How's Miami going? All the things. And Stacy starts talking about impossible kicks. And, you know, Darcy cuts her off. And then so she gets all snippy and she's like, you know, can I tell him? Can you stop cutting me off? And the dad's like, you know what? Stop this bullshit. Stop it. You guys sound unprofessional. You know, if you can't talk to each other, it's not going to work. You guys are not going to be able to be business partners. You got to lean on each other because all we have is family. And, you know, he shares that really, it was like a sad story, to be honest, um, of losing their brother and how he took like a, a year off just to spend um, with his son before his son passed of cancer. And so... You know, to him, it's really important to like have family and believe in family and, and trust in family and know that that at the end of the day, that that's all you have is, is your family. So um. this episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, I thought that that was a really sweet thing to say. And I'll pop this picture up of uh, Darcy and Stacy with their mom back in the day and their brother. Um, you know, because it, it is important, right? It is important. So he shared that story and, and it was really just, it reminded me that, you know, make time for people you want to make time for. And sometimes, you know, for not everyone has like family that is, is blood related. Sometimes the family is the family that you choose. And at the end of the day, you just have to make, make time for the people that you love and care about because, you know, tomorrow's not promised. So that being said, Darcy and Stacey are still fighting, okay? And they, they, they're they acting like they've made up, but they're, they haven't really. Like, they're just being really, like, 
petty towards each other. And I didn't realize until this season how petty the two of them can be. And they can be really, really petty, you guys. So um, they try to make up, though, because of the story that Mike told. And then uh, they have cake and celebrate Anako 16. And then Darcy decides that she's going to go out with uh, Rena and Debbie. And we met Rena and Debbie uh, a few seasons ago, right? Her friends who she hadn't talked to in a while because her friends were really telling her, like, you're in this crazy relationship. And like, why are you with this guy? And what does he bring to the table? And Darcy's like, no, I love him and I want to be with him. And you guys, I'm not convinced that it's over. I'm just telling you this right now. I am not convinced that it's over between her and Georgie. And I'm still predicting that they're going to have a twin wedding and Darcy's going to jump in on, on the wedding and her and Georgie are going to get married. I'm still convinced that that's what's going to happen at the end of this season. I don't know why, but that's I'm convinced. So Darcy meets her friends with, for drinks. And she, you know, she feels good to be home. She says, you know, I love Miami and all the stuff, but Connecticut's always going to be home. And, you know, she talks about in retrospect how she shouldn't have distanced herself between her friends because um, she really feels like she could have listened to them. And she probably would have had less heartbreak, right? If she had listened to them a little bit. And so they're talking to her. They like single Darcy way better. And then, so there's this thing, you guys, and I don't know if you saw it, but I was like, okay, so what's happening here? So it came across to me like Debbie and Raina were drunk. Like they were had been sitting there drinking, drinking, drinking before they started filming. And then finally Darcy showed up and they started rolling the cameras because I don't know, but they just came across as drunk to me. I, they were a little too slurry, a little too like eyes, a little, I don't know. Did anyone else get that vibe? Like those two were a little bit tipsy because that's the vibe that I got. Um, <clears throat> um, so then, you know, Darcy talks about how, yeah, she was wrong and how she should have left Georgie sooner and all the things. And one of the things that I know is that the Darcy does this like single dance and Darcy cannot dance. Darcy has no rhythm. No rhythm. I don't know what she was doing, you guys, but she was doing this thing and like shaking and shaking her head and twisting her hair. It was a whole weird thing. And I was like, oh, Darcy can't dance. <laughs> hey, Linda. Hey, girl. Hey. Linda says they always seem drunk to me. And Jocelyn said probably stoned, it seemed. Oh, no, they were sucking down those drinks real quick, Jocelyn. Anyway, so. Darcy also tells uh, Raina and Debbie about the tension between her and Stacy and how they're still kind of fighting. They try to make up, but there's still like that weird energy between them. And they're like, really? I can't believe you guys are fighting. Like, what is that? And the other thing that I thought was interesting is that because it's leading up to Darcy's dating right so darcy talks a little bit about georgie but she you guys threw all the shade to jesse all the shade i've noticed that they didn't mention tom but her friends asked basically you know about the package and darcy basically was like silent when asked about jesse jesse's package but then said that Georgie had a big package, which I thought was interesting because that's probably why you kept him around so long. Because what else was he bringing to the table? But meanwhile, Jesse, and we all know Jesse, and you know, I, 
neither here nor there with Jesse. I like the telenovelas he brings to the table, but I do see how people get rubbed the wrong way by him. But he has a lot of confidence for someone who, you know, has small boxes. <laughs> I just made that up and it's cracking me up. <laughs> Anyways, anyhow, um, it's the next day and it's prom day for Aniko. She's going to get her hair done and uh, she's going to prom with one of her best friends, which I think is interesting because I don't think that Darcy understands the concept of best friends. Like a uh, male and a female can be friends and nothing else going on because she kept saying, well, does he like you? Do you like him? Is there something going on? Is there a And Aniko's like, no. We're just friends. Like you have to be able to get that into your mind because maybe Darcy, um, you know, is of the thought that men and women can't be, be friends. <laughs> Linda said the men with the least always act like they have the most. That part. You are not wrong. I always say they don't have to tell you if they're working with something. They don't have to tell you because they already know. Those that have to like, what's the saying? Cause you know, you guys, I, I suck at saying thou, thou, thou that protest too much, that part. Um, <clears throat> so one of the things I thought was interesting about Aniko is that she asked her best friend to go to prom with her because she felt it was less pressure, which I think is interesting. Cause you think about like when you went to prom and you know like waiting for someone to ask you and all the things but she just like took it into her own hands and she's like you know what i don't want that pressure of like going to prom with someone maybe that i like or i don't like or that i'm interested in or whatever i just want to have a good time she said and be with my friends and so she asked her best friend and i think you know what in hindsight that would have been a great idea just go with your besties and have a great time i still had a great prom by the way Woo! stories those stories I will take to my grave. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, all her friends are coming over uh, for prom. So she's getting ready for prom. And I did take a picture. It's a little bit blurry, but I thought her dress was very like age appropriate, classy. Um, I think she looked uh, stunning in it. And so, she's getting ready for prom with her friend and her sister and all of her other friends are coming over for pictures and they're bringing their families as well. And, you know, nothing has changed for prom. Like you still do all the same things, you know? So she took all the pictures with her friends um, and their dates and they're all got ready. And, you know, you do all the things that you do before prom, you get the corsage and the boutonniere, you get all dressed up and, you know, Go off to have a big party because you made it through high school. So that's what they did. Uh, one of the things that she was worried about is that her friend was uh, late, running late. <clears throat> um, and so she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to make it to their next de destination. And so she's hanging out with her mom and Stacy, and they're like just being 
I don't want to say obnoxious, but they're just just doing the most. Which you know, Annika has talked about in the past, like how she doesn't want her mom to embarrass her. But like, so she has a little bit of a, a train at the end of her dress. So Darcy and Stacy decide that they're going to carry it around like it's like a bridal dress. And Annika says, "Can you just stop?" Um, and then Darcy and Stacy talk about their grad. So they graduated in 1992, um, and they went to prom together. And so they were a twin date. And at the time, Mike, their dad, was dating some woman who had a son. And that's who they went to prom with. So here's a throwback photo of Darcy and Stacy. And see, what's interesting is nowadays, I can tell the difference between Darcy and Stacy. I can't tell the difference in their younger years, like who was who, which is very interesting to me. But if I had to guess, I would say that that Stacy was on the right and Darcy was on the left. That's if I had to guess in this photo. <clears throat> so they're talking about their time in prom and you know, don't forget they were bullied and all the things and all the things. And meanwhile, we're waiting for uh, Aniko's best friend and date Christian to show up. He finally shows up in the nick of time. Uh, and she's happy about it. She's like, you know, I knew he would make it here as soon as he could. And so that was her date. Uh, her date brings flowers for um, both Aniko and Darcy. And Darcy had her a little moment there. She was super excited about it. Um, and then Darcy also says that this moment is a little bit bittersweet for her because she realizes that Annika will be off to college soon and living her own life. And I thought that was interesting, you guys. And here's why I think it's interesting, because the girls, Annika and Aspen, they live with grandpa. They live with the dad. So, like, like I get it, but you don't even live with, you don't, like, they don't live with you. You're not the primary caregiver. So, like, what exactly is bittersweet. You could just go and see them wherever they are. Do you know what I mean? Like not, what's changed for her? Because it's not like they're moving out of her house because she doesn't live with them. Anyways, I just thought that was weird. And then the other thing that I thought was weird, which shows how long ago they filmed this, you guys, because just FYI, don't you guys remember that Mike was selling the house like two seasons ago? So, like, we're in season four, and they're still filming in the same house that he allegedly sold. Do you guys remember even last season he was packing it up? Did I make that up? Because I know that I even reported on it. And I know that they bought a new house, and that the new house is, like, supposed to be gorgeous. So, like, I'm confused. Anyways, I'm not really confused. I'm just wondering if you guys noticed that they were filming in the same house that they had allegedly sold long ago. So, either they filmed this way back when which they did because I'm thinking of it now because Annika's in, in university right now, college, whatever. Okay, so I, I think I answered my own question. <laughs> Anyways, they go back to Miami. Darcy and Stacy have a meeting with Johnny Mack who runs that Impossible Kicks. And, you know, they're really talking about their House of Eleven. It's really important to them, their company. They've put all their blood, sweat, and tears into House of Eleven. They really want to make uh, House of Eleven a global name. And so, oh, so they are on their way. And when I tell you guys, can wait, 
I hope I have battery left. When I say that they sang their their song, you know the song they have, the superstar status? Doing it, doing it, doing it big. We're doing it, doing it, doing it big. We are superstar status. You know the song at the beginning of the show? That's Darcy and Stacey rapping. Doing it, doing it, doing it big. Superstar status, we're doing it big. We're Darcy and Stacey and Darcy and Stacey. Doing it, doing it, doing it big. That really sounds more LL Cool J than Darcy and Stacey, but you guys get the point. We're superstar status, doing it big. Thanks for using. Thanks for using. So they're rapping <coughs> on their way to meet Johnny Mac. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite, Linda. The microphone is my favorite. Uh, hi, Shelly. Hey, girl. Hey. <clears throat> so. They get to Impossible Kicks and they get to their meeting. And as you guys remember from last episode, they decided, and by they, I mean Darcy, because it really is Darcy's fault. Darcy decided that they were going to just show their classics. So their basic blacks and their, and their nudes. Um, and they're calling their line Sporty Couture. And he's not impressed. He's like, um, I'm confused. You know, I thought you guys said this was going to be Miami inspired. He's like, but this feels very Connecticut. <laughs> this won't sell in my store. It's too plain. It's too basic. It looks regurgitated stuff from the past. And I felt for them because he wasn't holding anything back. But also, too, if you saw what they were, if you saw what they were showing him as samples, it guys, it was really nothing. It was really nothing. I want to see if I can even pull up some. Okay, so uh, let's look at, they called it what? They called it sporty couture. Um, so maybe it's going to be this. Well, no, their loungewear looks not bad. Okay. Ah. Um, okay, so I pulled up their website. Let me go like this. And this and this. Share this, share this. Let's go to here. Ah! Linda says Target sweatshoes. Yeah, so this is some of their stuff, right? So it was very much like this one, the lavender vintage wash. This is actually one of the ones that they showed later with the wing hoodie you guys that's 145 dollars. stop it and then these sweats are one of the sweats we see later on um but it wasn't part of the first round so what i'm showing you is what they decided that they were going to go with on the second round after he turned them down uh this is another one the white embroidered wing hoodie house of 11 it's 145 dollars uh you guys see this cozy lounge it's like like Kind of like my pom-pom material on, on my toque. Uh, so here, so this one here that you see, that's like a plain House of Eleven 
sweatshirt. That's kind of like what they showed. And this is $60. So same type of colors, the whites, the browns, the tans. He was not impressed. He's like, that is definitely not Miami where I can't do anything with that. So like, why would you even come here with this? So they got all hurt. He's like, you know, I need you guys to do something that's more streetwear culture. You guys have to be, you know, more in tune with what the young people are buying, what, what, what's selling, what's trendy, right? And that's streetwear. That's like all the hot neon colors. Um, it's like the asymmetrical. It's like all the stuff that they weren't doing, you guys, right? So um, let me do this. Let me do this. And this and this. So they missed the boat 100%. 100% they missed the boat. So they are going to have to go to LA and talk to their business partners and fix it, right? And so they're going to have one last chance to source a new collection. So off to Los Angeles, they're going to their headquarters. Meanwhile, uh, Stacy and Florian are off to see Danielle, who is the wedding planner that Stacy hired. And y'all, you know, don't forget last week, Florian is like, oh, we can get married in this public park. Oh, we can get married in the, at this public pier, right? Because he ain't got no job and he ain't got no money. And so Stacy is taking it upon herself to hire a wedding planner. And she literally says, this is the first time we're looking at a real venue since we went to the park. And I died of laughter. <laughs> So they're off to the Curtis mansion and Danielle says it's perfect for small, intimate weddings. And one of the things that she talks about is this, uh, after your wedding, you can have a brick to commemorate your wedding. So like these people, Mr. And Mrs. Santana, and then the date and I do. And Florian's like, no, I don't want that. I don't want anyone stepping on me. Florian, you guys brings the comedy, the comedy that Florian brings. And I don't even know if he realizes how funny he is you guys, but he is so funny. He's like, I don't want anyone stepping on me. So we're not doing that. Hilarious. Um, Stacy loves the venue, uh, the venue. She says it's good energy. Florian likes it, but he wants to see more options. And why do you think he wants to see more options? You guys? Oh, because they find out how much this wedding is going to cost. So if they book a hundred people, which is considered like a smaller wedding, 70,000 just for the venue, 70, 70,000. And if they want like 150 people, then it goes up to 90,000. And Florian's like, you could buy a small house with that money. And I, he's not wrong. Like that would be a huge down payment. I think you could even buy like houses in Texas for like 200,000. So like what, what, what? I don't think I could, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to get married. I want to get married. I want to find my happily ever after all the stuff, but like a big 
expensive venue is not really that important to me. Like I rather own a home. I don't know. What do you guys think? How much, those of you who are married, did you spend a lot of money on your wedding? If so, was it the wedding of your dream? Talk to me. Cause I clearly don't know. It does seem like a lot of money. Um, and then Danielle asked about the wedding party and Florian can't hide the fact any longer that he asked Georgie to be his best man. And uh, he didn't tell Stacy up until that moment. She freaks out. She's super pissed. She's like, you're putting me in the middle of things. And I'm Florian's like, I'm not putting you in the middle of anything. You chose your bridesmaids and your, your uh, maid of honor. And I get to choose who I want to be my best man because it's my wedding too. So like, what are you even talking about? <clears throat> and she's just pissed. She's like, she can't hear him. She's like, you picked the wrong time and place to tell me this. Um, I can't believe that you want to do this. Georgie's just going to bring the drama, she says. And Florian says, you know, it's my wedding. I pick my best man. And that's that. So it leaves that at a cliff note. And we move on to season four, episode five. Darcy's at a dating event. And she goes to meet her matchmaker. and. Listen, you guys, listen. Shelly said, you're so funny. I love how you crack yourself up. I laugh with you. I do crack myself up, Shelly. I really do. I really, really do. So I'm glad you're laughing with me and not at me. Um, so uh, let me see if I can find the photo. So Darcy and Michelle, let me tell you something. Michelle needs to have like some type of spinoff, some type of something, because Darcy has met her match with Michelle. Michelle just calls Darcy out for who she is, and she doesn't leave anything out. Not a thing, you guys. She is not messing around with Darcy. She's not like stroking Darcy's, Darcy's ego. She is saying what she means and she means what she says. So it starts off here. Okay. So Michelle shows up and Darcy's in this dress that's like, uh, has like a train and lace and boobage and all the things. Um, and Michelle's like, you know what? First impressions matter. And I asked you to find something that was sleek and elegant and what do we have going on here she says it's gonna be a no for me <laughs> it's a no for me dog it's a no for me um and then she says you know what would you expect like what do you think if i am introducing you to men or telling men about you and i say that you know you know you're sleek and elegant and then they're just looking at you and they're like, she looks like a hoe. And Darcy's face, you guys, when she's like, she looks like a hoe. She, Darcy's like, I am not a hoe. I am high class and I don't. And she went off. Darcy is like, her feelings are all hurt. And she's like, I don't know what she thinks about this outfit that makes it look like a hoe, but this is designer. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so then Darcy changes. Darcy changes, okay, into this little white number, okay. She changes into the white 
outfit. And then Michelle's like, is there any way we can cover up a little bit? Like you're always showing your tatas and like do all of your outfits, show cleavage. She's like, this is going to be a no for me. Now you guys, listen, look at this outfit. Uh, can I make it a little bit bigger? Okay, look at this outfit. It's it's a clear, like the outfit is cute. Don't get me wrong. Like I would sport that outfit if I was going to a club or something. You know what I mean? But listen, it's white. It's like it has that slit in the front by the tatas as a slit in by her waist. Okay, so everyone has a good look at it, right? So Darcy goes back to her bedroom, you guys, and comes back out. And when I say, and I'm about to laugh right now, Michelle's face was like, um, yeah, this is not going to work either. You want to know why, Darcy? Because it's the same dress, but in black. <laughs> you guys, Darcy came out with the same exact dress, but only in black. Like, what part did you... Did, no, did you not understand? Oh, she doesn't like the white one? Let me just put the black one on. She won't notice that it's the exact same dress, but just different color. <laughs> so then Darcy says that she doesn't have any other clothes, which we all know is a total lie, right? Because she, she does all these fashion shows. She owns a frigging clothing line. Tell me you don't have more, more outfits. So you just want to wear what you want to wear and you want to have your tatas out. Like, let's just be real. So she's like, you know, I don't really have anything else. Um, Michelle's like, okay. She's like, but I'll remember that for next time. Like when I'm shopping to, you know, find something that's a little bit more conservative. And um, so how did they fix it? You guys, they put a Chanel brooch in the middle of her dress. Darcy pulls up the side a little bit and then puts on a jacket. And all of a sudden, it's supposed to be a different outfit. I died of laughter, you guys. Uh, Linda says, the white one looked better because of the cut of the armholes. Uh, I didn't pay attention because I was like, oh, it's just the same dress. But here we are. So, oh my God, you guys, everything is... My eyes are running because I'm still laughing. My nose is running because I'm still laughing. This was the funniest scene, you guys. If you haven't seen the episode, you just watch this scene because it was so outrageous. Darcy is outrageous. She doesn't want anyone to tell her anything about anything. She doesn't want anyone. She wants to dress the way she wants to dress, which she can because, you know, she's a grown-ass woman. But she doesn't take criticism very well. And even if it's... um what's the word constructive criticism she does not take it very well okay so we go over to stacy's and florian and you know they want she wants to talk to George to florian about georgie because she thinks that uh there's going to be drama created if georgie is the best man right so she wants to know since when have you and Georgie been close and Florian talks and this was a sad part to you guys. So Florian talks about how, you know, she, he doesn't have any friends in Miami. Um, so he got close to Georgie because 
that was the only person he was able to talk to all the time on the phone. He also talked about the immigrant experience, which is true. You know, even grow, even coming here, it was it's harder to make friends as adults than it is when you you grow up with people. And I think that the cliques form, especially in America, like everyone knows everyone because you went to the same um, high school and perhaps the same university, and then you guys all work together, and then you guys have like the frats and the sororities, 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 sororities. Is that how I say it? Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Sororities, that's how you say it. And so it's hard to come in as like an immigrant and like penetrate that because you guys have all established, you know, your lifelong relationships. So I totally get what he was saying with that. With immigrants, like they understand each other and, and, you know, you're in a foreign country and you kind of bond over that because, you know, you guys have all bonded over the years. Um, and then the other thing he talks about is that he's he's close to Georgia because he's also sad that his family's not there and they're not going to be able to to fly to Miami for whatever reason to be at the wedding, right? Um, so he doesn't have anyone close like Georgie. And so Georgie has become his family, his friend that has become his family member. And then also, too, he says he's had a hard year. And he's had a hard year because... You know, he left Connecticut, um, you know, the only home that he's known outside of Albania. And he also lost his sister. Um, her sister passed away six months ago from cancer. Um, and it was just really sad. She was 37. She had two kids. And she'd always been there for Georgie and he's still grieving, right? He's still grieving over losing his sister. And so he's just like, you know what? I need Georgie to be here because Georgie is my support system. And Stacy's like, I get it. She's like, I just want you to be happy. And I understand that you've had a hard year. And so if this is what's going to make you happy, then I'm okay with it. Which I thought was really good of her to say, right? Because your husband is telling you how terrible things are for him and how he doesn't have friends and he's had a hard year and this is what's going to make him happy and, and you go with it. That's what you should do because you're, that's your partner and that's your partner for life, right? So the only thing is everyone's worried about Darcy. She's worried about telling Darcy because Darcy's going to freak out. And we already know that Darcy's going to freak out because Darcy makes everything about her and not about anyone else because she's the center of her own universe. Um, and so it is going to be issue and we find out that it was an issue. So we go over to Darcy's dating event and um, she's feeling insecure because of all the things that Michelle said to her about her outfit and not dressing her age and all the things, but she's going to go in and, and try her best. So she gets there. Michelle's there. Michelle tells her, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You're going to have like a mini date. You're going to do an activity together and then you're going to rate each other. And if you guys rate each other both the same, then you'll continue on with your date. And Darcy's like, oh my God, I haven't been graded since I was in high school or whatever, university. And uh, I want to make sure that I get an A+. Now, oh, I don't think I took a photo of Cicero. Did I take a photo of Cicero? Oh, I didn't. Okay, Cicero, you guys, totally. And she even says, okay, so Cicero is her date. Um, they're going to do an activity date. First impression, 
she says that she can tell that he's her age. And I thought that was a really interesting statement because Darcy doesn't like to date anyone her age because I feel like she, I feel like she doesn't accept her age. Do you know what I mean? And so that's why she like dresses younger and also dates younger. She dates men that are, are young so that she feels young. If that makes any sense to, to any of you, it, uh, it makes sense to me. Like she finds her identity by being in a couple and if she can be in a couple with a younger man, that means she's like, she's still got it. And if she still got it, then that makes her self-worth go up. So that whole thing. So when she said that she can tell that Cicero is her age and Darcy never dates men her age, eh, it says a lot about who Darcy is, I think. But then she goes on to say that he's put together, he's classy, he has nice energy. Um, and their activity was to make a cocktail called Mo Love. And what was funny about this is that he was doing all the work and Darcy was just dictating the instructions. And he noticed, he's like, you're you're not helping me at all. And she's like, oh, I'm going to help. I'm going to muddle. I'm going to show you how I can muddle the mint. I'm the best muddler. And she's like, she's like, I have to take my jacket off for this. I hope you don't mind. As if she's going to put in some work, y'all. Takes her jacket off. And she does this, like, I think she thought she was being sexy by the way she was, like, muddling. She's, like, doing, she's, like, putting all her, her back into it, you know? She's, like, muddling her face up. But then she's also looking at him and trying to give him goo-goo-gaga eyes. And I was, like, um, Darcy, like, you look crazy. <laughs> you look crazy and you're kind of acting crazy right now, too. And this is not sexy. So they make the drinks. They drink them. Uh, they do a little small talk. We find out that he was born in Brazil, raised in Portugal. He's in real estate. He too has two daughters, a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old. And what I thought was like the perfect thing for Darcy, he said to her, Cicero said to Darcy, do you believe in energy? I was like, oh, Michelle is on it. Michelle is on it. Darcy absolutely believes in energy. So Michelle comes over, they raid each other, and Cicero goes over to the bar, and we find out that he thinks Darcy is lovely, he thinks Darcy is beautiful, and he wants to continue to get to know her. So um, Darcy, on the other hand, says that Cicero is not her, quote, typical guy, but she likes her his other qualities. And I was like, Darcy, let's look at your track record your track record is no bueno. So like, yeah, maybe you should start looking at his other qualities and maybe you need to, because I don't, I do think that age is just a number, but I think for Darcy, she needs someone age appropriate because she tends to just be a caregiver. And so she ends up taking care of all her dudes. And I think that Darcy needs someone that is more her equal that can also take care of her as well. So, she gets to the bar and he's already checked her Instagram. And that was like a funny little back and forth because she addresses the fact that, yeah, all of her photos are filtered. She's like, yeah, there's a little bit of filtering a little bit. Michelle, the matchmakers talk to you about your filtering issue. Social media has talked to you about your filtering issue. Your fans have said, 
just like ease up on the filtering issue. Even your own daughters have talked about the filtering issue. Like you do some heavy filtering, Darcy. And everyone's like, enough is enough. Like, because we see you on TV and in real life. So like, wh what's the point of all the crazy filters? Like, let's take a peek. I think I still have some photos. So, um, one, two, three, four. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, this and this and this and this. Like, Darcy, we see you. Do you understand? We see you. Like, we see you. And all of that is unnecessary. Because you know what? When we see you right here, like this, it's like, who are you fooling? They're going to see you in real life anyway. So like what? And I get maybe you're trying to do like glamorous shots or something. I don't know. But at some point you have to be real with yourself as well, right? So um, he still likes her. He asked her on a second date and she accepts. And then they go their separate ways. It's the next day and Stacy and Florian are going cake testing or tasting, testing, tasting, whatever. And they invite Darcy to come with them, which I think is interesting because I don't know. You already know that Darcy kind of like sucks the energy out of you too. You already know that she's going through some things with her whole wedding, wedding situation. It's triggering to her because, you know, it's supposed to be a twin wedding and all this stuff. I get that you want to include her because she is your maid of honor. But I also think too, that you know that she's going to be problematic because it's going to trigger her because she's not over it. She can't handle being single. And so watching you guys be happy is a little hard for her. Right. So I don't know. Anyways, they invite her along. Uh, they have this little, little play on cake. Cause she, she's like, you know, Stacy's like, Oh, maybe we'll do the red velvet cake. And Florian's like, all oh, the cake I need is you. And I was like, Oh Lord, here we go. So they get there, they're, they're trying out a vanilla rum, a Marlboro, a chocolate, and an Oreo taster. And I was like, I wouldn't, I don't know. What kind of cakes did you guys like for you? For those of you guys that are married, what kind of cakes did you have? Because I don't know if any of those sound appetizing. I don't, I would not want a chocolate cake. I definitely would not want an Oreo cake. Marlboro, eh. I mean, vanilla rum, eh, I don't know. I would just want plain vanilla, I think. Uh, none of this, like, like, who wants an Oreo cake? Are we eight? Anyways. Uh, they're cake tasting, and uh, Danielle, the wedding planner, is there. And she, one of the things I did like about Danielle is that she asked, you know, what are some of the Albanian traditions that maybe we can include in the wedding? And he talks about the money dance uh, where they dance and like the bride and groom dance and people throw money towards them, which I think is awesome. In Guinean tradition, we have something very similar um, that we do at weddings and at funerals. Um, so then they choose a cake and Darcy says, you know, she would have chosen the same cake. And then Florian puts in his first little dig. He's like, well, before you choose a cake, 
you need to find a husband. That's the problem. Ooh, okay, spicy Florian. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put that dig in because you know what? You know that Darcy's about to go off, right? Because Darcy's high strung. So any little thing you say to Darcy that she doesn't like, she's going to go off. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. So <clears throat> uh, Diana says in Colombia, it's usually a wine infused cake, traditional for weddings, leave the exotic flavors and designs for birthday. I like that. Thanks Diana for sharing. So Florian's like, you know, how much, how much is a cake? And again, I didn't realize that wedding cakes could be so expensive. They start at 3,000, uh, Danielle says, three to 4,000, but they can go up from there to like 10,000. So between three and 10,000, $10,000 for a cake? Is it made with gold? $10,000? How big is this cake? And how many people is it feeding? I would have a ton of questions, you guys. I clearly don't know what present day wedding costs are. I don't even know what wedding costs are. Not even present day, just in general. Because 10,000, 10,000 for a cake? <laughs> you better see me up in my kitchen baking my face off <laughs> so Darcy gets her jab in and says well you know Stacy wants a nice wedding and weddings are expensive they cost money so you need to go get a job and then she, he's she's not only says do you, you need to go get a job do i need to kick in a little bit of money to help you out for this wedding which totally sets florian off he's like i'm not asking you for money this is not your wedding this is not a twin wedding it's me and stacy's wedding he says and darcy gets pissed off she gets pissed off because you know now he took another dig at her after she took a dig at him but he took a dig at her first so she's like i'm done because, you know, that's what she always does. So she gets up and she leaves. And now Stacy's upset because first Darcy and Stacy are fighting. Now Darcy and Florian are fighting. We haven't seen Darcy and Florian fight before, right? He's always been on her side. But I think they're both getting under each other's skin because Darcy has an issue about being single, right? And that's her trigger points. And Florian has an issue about being unemployed and not wanting to work. So that's a trigger for him because he's had his green card for how long now? And he's making all the excuses and everyone keeps telling him he needs to go get a job and he doesn't want to get a job. And finally, when he goes to get a job, he goes to get a modeling job and he's shitty at modeling, but that's the career that he's, uh, you know what, you guys, a hot mess. It's a mess. Flory needs to get a job. It's unacceptable, Darcy says. That's it. And now Darcy and Florian are fighting. So guess what? Florian decides that he's going to try to get a job at the CGM modeling agency so that they can represent him and send him out on model gigs. Um, and he says, he's like, Darcy tried to hurt my feelings about not working. So I'm off to get a model job to help pay for the wedding and make my wife happy. Well, you should want to get a job because like, what what 
not just to pay for your wedding and to make your wife happy. It should make you happy. You waited all these years to get your green card so that you can work. And now you just don't want to work. But I think he got comfortable for not working for the last, what, five years? No, they've been together for seven years. But he's, yeah, five years. So he's used to not working. Now he just wants to be a man of leisure and have Stacy pay for everything and call it a day. And, you know, all the times that we were calling out Georgie because Darcy was paying for everything, it was the same thing Florian was doing. But we all gave him a pass, I guess, because he was married to Stacy. I don't know if that makes it worse or better. I just think it makes it the same. This fool does not want to work, y'all. Period. He does not want to work. So he shows up at the agency, you guys, with no portfolio, no pictures. He has a couple of pictures on his phone. And that was his first downfall because, you know, the, it's your first impressions. And what were you doing all of those times that you and Stacy had all of those countless um, photo shoots? Do you guys remember all the photo shoots they were having? And Stacy was like, yeah, we're preparing him for when he does get his green card, then he can go off and running and make all the money as a model. And so where, where's that? Where's all that stuff? Where's that guy? So he comes in with two photos and this is one of them that was on his phone, which, you know, it's a good photo. Um, and then this is the second one that he comes up with uh, that he shows on his phone. And <clears throat> the agency ladies are like, does your body still look like this? Do you work out? And he's like, you know, I kind of work out. And she's like, well, in Miami, you have to have the best body because everyone has a good body and everyone's worked out in Miami. And I noticed that his energy was off. He's just looking at him because I think that he doesn't want to work. And even though he said he wants to be a model, he doesn't want to even put in the work to be a model anymore. He just wants to, guys, I'm trying to tell you, he just wants to live the life of leisure. He wants to kick it, kick it. Um, so <clears throat> The agency's like, you know what? You always need to be prepared. Uh, you always have to have your pictures, have your portfolio. You have to work out. You have to eat well. Uh, no tattoos because it's hard for them to air brush it out or whatever. And the fact that you don't have any professional photos is, looks bad on you. Um, you know, you really have to show up with your iPad and your pictures and make sure you know what you're doing um, because this is not a good look. So then they ask him, can we see your body real quick? And so he takes off his shirt and one of the ladies like, oh, you need a tan too. And that sets him off, right? Because so now they've told him all the things that are wrong with him. And he's, his whole face and demeanor just went like, yuck. He turned into defensive mode um, <clears throat> and says, you know, this is not going well. You know, his words, oh, you need more tan. You're very white. I just move and come here. And then he uses the Lord's name in vain. Then he says, what the F are you expecting? Come to a point like you're going to F and hire me or no. Yes or no. Two options. That's it. He was pissed. Right. He's like, either you're going to give me a job or you're not going to give me a job. But he doesn't want to have, he too, like Darcy, doesn't want to have any constructive feedback. Um, so they take some digitals of him and he's like super stiff and she calls him out on it. She's like, you're super stiff. Like, just move around, keep moving, get loose, feel comfortable, smile, have a big smile. And that didn't work out for him at all. And 
they literally say to camera that they don't think he's going to book. They don't think he's going to go out. They don't think that he's going to make money as a model. Uh, they don't think that he has the ability or the skills, y'all. And they said that he'll get turned away. If, if they ever sent him out, they would just turn him away. Um, they went on to say that he doesn't move like a model is supposed to move. And so when they were doing the, like all of those are the cons right, right off the bat, you guys. So um, they say the pros is that he has nice eyes and nice teeth, which is interesting because he literally just got his teeth fixed. If you guys remember, he had terrible teeth before. And he's tall. So that's the other thing that's a good thing. Weaknesses, they say he has no personality. He's stiff. He doesn't pop and doesn't present well. Wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of nays. So I think they kind of just burst his bubble a little bit. And he walked out with nothing and said, like, that was terrible. And he was all crushed and it was a mess. Um, then... We go to LA, we're on the way to the LA office because again, the samples that Darcy and Stacy need for their new line. Um, so they get to LA and they gotta do these joggers and hoodies. And I already showed you guys the ones with the wings. That's the second round. And I don't know what you guys think about them. They're they're all right. I don't know if it's $140, $45 worth of all right though. So they get to their own offices and they don't remember the code to their own office. So they're like, they're knocking and all the things. And it was really weird. It's like, obviously you guys haven't been there in a while, which they said they haven't been there in a year since uh, COVID, but you would think that they would at least remember the code to their own office. So um, they show some of their stuff. Excuse me one second. I'm back. So not only are Darcy and Stacy um, having like clothing, they have a bunch of other stuff, right? So what I didn't know is they're selling scents, they're selling candles, they're selling makeup. They had like a whole lifestyle brand. And so we look at this basic hoodie that they've created, vintage wash with the angel wings, the ones that I showed you guys earlier, and still no color. So everything that uh, the guy had asked them for, they still haven't done. They have basic black, basic white, basic tan, no colors, no pop. It's definitely not streetwear. It's like, I don't know, you guys. I don't know who's coming up with their ideas, but they need to literally either go to the high schools, go to the universities, and just look at what the kids are wearing and then find out what streetwear is. Because whatever you guys thinking it is, it's not that. It's not that, like, the angel wings... And like the the acid wash, I don't know. It just seems very dated and very like who who's doing that? I think that um, I don't know. I think it was like early two thousand when the trucker hats were in. That's when all the angel stuff was in. Like it's twenty twenty three, and I get that things recycle and come back and stuff, but I don't think that that's come back quite yet. But I mean, I don't know. Actually, I do know. I'm just being nice. Okay. Um, so they asked their partners, their co-designers, you know, do you think that we can be up and running with what we need in a week? Cause they need the pops of color and they don't have the pops of color and they're going to try. And so in the meantime, they're going to meet up with Michael, their friend in LA, 
And here's what, okay, this is what made me laugh, you guys. Let me find it. Oh, God, I hope I took a picture of it because it was so, so remember the dress that's, yeah, I sure did. Okay, so let me do this first. So just in case you guys are coming in late, this is a sample of what they came up with for the second time round for impossible kicks, how they're going to have a street couture line. It's just like a hoodie with wings in the back, it, black, white, and tan. I don't think it's anything. And I don't think it's what this guy's going to be looking for. I think he's going to be unimpressed because it's un, it's not original and it does seem very dated. Okay. Now, remember the dress that Darcy wore for her first date? This is what made me laugh. Like, I'm trying to find out if they did this on purpose or, you know, everything that Darcy buys, Stacy buys. I don't know. And even if that's the case because they're twins, like one wears it on one day and the other person wears it the very next day. I think that's stupid. So that same dress Stacy was wearing. So this is Stacy, not Darcy, in the same dress the very next day after Darcy wore that dress on her date. So they meet up with Michael in L.A., She's wearing the same dress that Darcy wore, and it's also Florian's birthday. They're all at the bar. Florian, you know, is still mad at Michael because Michael told him he needed to get a job. So he's being quiet because of the comments that Michael made to him. And he's like, him and Michael will never be friends. And um, so Michael's like, hey, what have you been doing since you've been here? And they went to Disneyland. He met Mickey Mouse. And then Michael asked you, Stacy, you know, how's the wedding planning going? All the stuff. And Stacy's like, yeah, Darcy's going to be my maid of honor. And then Florian lets it slip out that Georgie's going to be the best man. And Darcy freaks out. Darcy freaks all the way out. She's like, I can't believe you're doing this. I would never do this to my sister. You know, it's going to make us both feel uncomfortable. It's not a twin wedding anymore. I'm disturbed by this. I'm disgusted by this. It's not right. It's not cool. You know, they should have my back and they shouldn't even be worried about uh, Georgie. And Georgie brings drama. And Florian just doubles down. He's like, you know what? My best man is going to be Georgie. And it's my wedding. I can do what I want. And I can do when I want because it's also my wedding. And Georgie's my best friend. And so I'm sticking with that. Um, And then... Stacy's like, you know, sounds to me like you got a little bit of liquid courage. And then Florin freaks out. He's like, I'm not an effing drunkie. It's not liquid courage. Never been in my life an effing drunkie. And then Stacy is like, well, what is it then? Because I don't even know who you are right now. Darcy starts yelling at Stacy, saying, you know, why is everything about Georgie? I would never do this to you. I would never do this to my sister. And now everyone's in conflict because, again, everything is about Darcy. Darcy makes everything about her because she's the center of the world. Listen, Darcy, it's not your wedding. So they can have whoever they want in the wedding. If anything, just say that you don't want to be um, the maid of honor anymore. I mean, I just, you know. It's their wedding. They should be able to do what they want. It's not your wedding, Darcy. Why do they need to dictate what they can and cannot do and who they can and cannot invite or include in their wedding when it's not your wedding? You're the twin sister. I get it, but you're the sister and it's not your wedding. 
Diana says, I feel bad for Florian because it's his best friend, but also for Darcy, what an uncomfortable situation. I, I, Diana, I don't feel bad for Darcy. It's not her wedding. You know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe that's cold, but I just think about, think about it if it's your wedding and your sister and your sister's ex. Like, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but everyone's going to have to suck it up and be adults about it because it's not your wedding. Anyhow. That was the two shows. We're totally caught up on Darcy and Stacy. Uh, definitely make sure what you definitely make sure what why can't I speak right now? I'm trying to say that I would like you to make sure that you tell me what you thought of these two episodes. If you're watching the replay, hit up the comment section and I'll hit you back. Live chat, love y'all. <clears throat> uh Shelly says we'll probably see those clothes on Timu for $12.99 in a few months. I don't know what Timu is, but $12.99 sounds about right. <laughs> um, I am catching us up on MILF Manor tomorrow. You guys, yes, I'm still covering MILF Manor because I, I just, I don't know what's going on over there. As well as I'm catching up on, well, we're not even behind, but I'm doing episode 10 of David and Annie after the 90 days. So I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. I love you guys all. So glad that the channel is back. And I just love you guys in the live chat. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now.